We had 44 home runs hit on the first day of June, including seven double dongs. Let's talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, June 2nd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and we had multiple home run games from the following. Jonathan Scope, Odubel Herrera, Andrew McCutcheon, Colton Wong, Salvador Perez, Eric Haas, and Tyrone Taylor. Let's start with Jonathan Scope here, Scott. He is 20% rostered, and he now has multiple hits in four straight games. Does he need to be added anywhere? Yeah, I think he's a fine middle infield option, specifically if you're looking for power. He's always been a pretty good source of that. Doesn't walk much at all, so points league, I, I don't feel like he holds much value there, but specifically if you're looking for power from a middle infielder, um, usually good for about a 20 homer pace. Even last year in in, in uh, 44 games, he had eight, eight home runs, so he was useful even then. How about Odubel Herrera, who is now batting 270 overall in the season with four home runs, three steals in just 34 games played. He is 18% rostered. Where, if anywhere, do we need to add Odubel Herrera? I would say five outfielder leagues, you know, especially if he's going to chip in some stolen bases. Had a really strong month of May. Odubel, Odubel, <laughs> Odubel Herrera hit... 292 with two home runs and three stolen bases for the month of May. And and we've seen him be kind of a, a, a low-end five-category contributor in the past. It's a few years ago, but he's getting the playing time for Philadelphia now and seems to be heating up. Scott, one of the best pitching performances we saw on Tuesday was Luis Garcia up against the Boston Red Sox. Seven innings, one run, six strikeouts, 19 swinging strikes on 106 pitches. What have you seen from Luis Garcia? How far is he climbing up your rankings? Well, he just seems to be getting better and better. You know, last time out, he had his first six-inning start, and it was against the Dodgers. So it's like, okay, if he was going to fall apart, that would be the start to do it, right? Well, now he has his first seven-inning start, and it's against an even better offense, against the Red Sox. So every time you think he's going to take a step back, he he ends up taking a step forward. The numbers are are very strong this year. You mentioned the swinging strikes in this start. You know, that, that hasn't necessarily been a a standout uh standout staff for him but it's been fine you know the minor league track record is very strong he seems to have a diverse enough arsenal that he could pitch deep into games if the astros let him i don't know if the, he'll get to stick in the rotation all year they may have to swap him out swap christian javier back in at some point but while he's there yeah garcia is looking pretty good We'll worry about it when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when it comes. But uh, yeah, Garcia has been great. 2.72 ERA, a 1.00 whip. He's 80% rostered, so might be floating around in some shallower formats. Make sure to add Luis Garcia if he is available in your league. Scott, I wanted to touch on the Baltimore Orioles bullpen situation. Cesar Valdez, who had been the closer for most of the season, he was using the eighth inning on Tuesday. Cole Sulcer, who actually picked up some saves last year in 2020, uh, he pitched in the ninth he faced the heart of the lineup against the Twins, picked up his first save. Uh, he has a 1.74 ERA so far this season. But Paul Fry has also been very good. He's a lefty in their bullpen. Uh, he had been used the past two days before this, so he's probably unavailable. What do you think is happening right now with the Baltimore Orioles bullpen situation? Well, it's generally easier to put a right-hander in the closer role than a left-hander. And of course, Cole Sulcer got a shot at that job already last year. Early on, couldn't hold on to it. But the numbers have been a lot better. You mentioned the 174 ERA, also a 102 whip, 13.9K per nine. 
for Cole Sulcer. So he's he's been pitching like a high leverage lockdown reliever, and I, I think deserves the chance to close, especially with the way Cesar Valdez has been going. I don't know if if Fry. You know, it, it becomes kind of a, a timeshare situation where if it's mostly lefties due up in in, in uh, the eighth, maybe he goes then. And if it's the ninth, you know, maybe they trade off the way Jake Diekman and, and uh, Lou Trevino have been doing for the athletics. But maybe not. If, if I was going to pick one to just have the role all to himself, it, it might be Solcer. Some news we'll wrap up with here, and we had some big names leave Tuesday's action. Fernando Tatis is being evaluated for right oblique tightness. Uh, glass half full is that at least it wasn't his shoulder, but you know we'll pay attention to, to that situation. Steven Strasburg was struck in the right wrist with a comebacker, but was averaging below 90 miles per hour on his fastball before that. Didn't seem right. Uh, he's set to undergo an MRI on his trap, so... Another one where it's been a very rough season for Steven Strasburg. Last bit of news here. Jack Flaherty is headed to the IL with an oblique injury he himself that he suffered while batting on Monday. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. 